Greetings, listeners, and welcome again to Cosmic Crit. My name is Jabert, and I'm doing your intro this evening, this morning, whatever it is for you. I'm going to be real quick about it. First of all, I want to say that our September member challenge is wrapping up uh, very soon. You have until the end of September to get in your Starfinder and Cosmic Crit memes to us. Uh, We have been loving them and chuckling amongst ourselves to all the ones you've sent in thus far. Uh, So we're looking forward to all the new ones you send in. And... Uh, secondly, I want to mention, before I let you get onto the episode, uh, if you would like to support us on Patreon, uh, if you have any interest in doing that, if you have uh, a desire, a joy in your heart to give back to the creators who uh, uh, make this podcast for you, we would definitely, definitely appreciate it. And we love you very much. And thank you so much for everyone who is supporting. And thank you, everyone even if you cannot afford to support or choose not to, uh, we love you anyway. And thank you so much for listening. So before I ramble on too much further, I would like to introduce to you episode 103 slugly Betty episode commencing in three, two, one episode initiated. Season 2's end is near. Some say we'll see Attack of the Swarm soon. I certainly hope we will. I sure could use a vacation from this bear, fleam, three, ring, Aslanti sideshow of freaks here in this hopeless pronking hole we call Cosmic Crit. The only way to fix this intro is to introduce it all the way. So any pronking time, any pronking day, learn to pilot and meet me in your starship's docking bay. I've got some advice for you, little listener. Before you point your finger, you should know that I'm the GM. And if I'm the pronkin' GM, that means you can be my pronkin' players, too. This is Patrick, back again, and joining me as we swing out on the spiral of our divinity and still claim to be humans are my five friends and the biggest bunch of tool fans that I know to my right. He's about 10,000 rounds in a fire, unless his jetpack has wings. It's Tyler playing Akithi with Droninus. Uh, I actually kind of do wish I had a jetpack. To his right, she's done the math enough to know the dangers of second-guessing her fishing for a crit. It's Rebecca rocking Talara. Hello. Across the digital table, he wears his intimidation grudge like a crown that gives him a 1d6 bonus. It smiles with a whim. Good evening. To his right, if you step into this goblin shadow, 40, 6, and 2 will be the damage numbers he rolls on his attack. It's your burp bringing bum puzzle. In that order. And to my left, Vanguard, why don't you pronking whistle something else besides an anthropic strike? It's true running with Kaz. Man, there are days I'm really glad to go last. <laughs> What's that? Because I... I, I had no idea today. And I think you even said it was Tool, and I'm just like, yeah, these don't sound like any Tool songs I remember. The new album came out last month, and it's amazing. Cool. Uh, first time in, like... I forget that we were recording their future. Yeah, we were recording <laughs> the future. Uh, first new album. I was album like, no, it hasn't. 13 years. This, this episode's brought and, to you and, by September. And it's the first time that their music has also come to streaming services, which is probably why I haven't heard it in a decade. I have re-listened to every single one of their albums uh, over the last month, a couple times, actually. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a fan of the, the newer stuff so far. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, th- This new album marries a lot 
lot of uh, some of the promises they made in 10,000 Days, the previous album, as well as A Perfect Circle, uh, another like side project band. for made of yeah it, you know which is pretty awesome i'm a big perfect circle fan so i i, I prefer perfect circle usually is you this know, it's like a christian rock group or something oh boy tyler tyler yeah ruin everything <laughs> you get you get a minus one to your ac for the rest of the I, book. No idea. I mean you guys are laughing but i'm pretty sure tyler's right no yeah <laughs> tool is a christian band <laughs> yeah they they talk uh, I, I think uh, the most Christian band is uh, the other side project, Pucifer. <laughs> that, that's not how you pronounce it. <laughs> that's that's the PG thirteen. <laughs> um, enough tooling around here, folks. We gotta dive back into the action. Uh, you all foiled this assassination attempt, and then took the fight to the, the I guess, the brains behind the operation. A uh, female Draelic crime lord. And that's where we find ourselves now. But before we get back into it, tell me, everyone, what happened last time on Cosmic Crit? We interrogated the would-be assassin, and he spills the beans in exchange for his life. We begin our investigation into the Third Eye Junkyard by hacking some cameras, taking care of the traps, and alarming some Draelic Third Eye scumbags. Talara and Ida's heat things up to make quick work of the Draelics, and poor Kaz was standing in the way. He's fine. After dispatching the three cult members, the crew investigates an adjoining room and finds an interesting black sphere that gives them all a vision. In the end, there is nothing. Wynn opts to check another set of doors while the crew investigates yet another space too small for him, only to find the boss waiting at the other side of the room. It's funny, you guys thought these were cult members. These are guys who just working their job in the uh, the salvage yard, and you viciously murdered them. <laughs> they were dressed like cult third eye guys. I even asked. Yeah, they didn't. Uh, they didn't do anything against you. Just Bumbuzzle ran up the stairs and kabonked that dude to death. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he specifically said kill them. Yeah, no, I remember they 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 kill them with kindness. Is what he was going to say. They are not care bears. Couldn't get out that kindness because he's got a stutter, which he's been seeing a speech therapist for and making great progress. Oh man! Oh, I was just going to get you some chocolates. Uh, no, but there this... goes my there goes my neutral good alignment. <laughs> yeah, you're neutral, neutral now. Uh, for real though, this lady, um, the uh, looks like a mystic. She is bathed in red light and has like a a small wispy red projection that's like floating around her. Is indeed a bad person. This is Scralin who indeed hired Grace Alex to, to murder you all. Uh, we left off uh, right as you guys have popped into her junkyard. You see these this valley of trash on either side of you. Uh, we are in initiative turn order. Uh, Bumfuzzle, you are first. All right. I'm going to... Uh... I'm just going to run straight to uh, like the spot behind her. Indeed. Can I stand back here? Like sort of, I'm sort of up against a, like a junk wall. It looks like, but is that a place where I can stand? You can, if you are able to make a, I believe an acrobatics check to kind of climb up a little bit. All right. Let's try this out. Uh, 20 from where you are. That is going to be enough to get sure footing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the way, I'm going to scoop up some garbage and I'm just going to quickly sort of jam it in your gun. Yeah. Uh, 
as I'm running, I'm going to scoop up some garbage out of one of the piles. I'm going to quickly duct tape it together so that it looks uh, vaguely like a, a, a robot wielding a knife. And then I'm going to just sort of like toss it at her feet and maybe she thinks that I just made a robot on the fly, even though it's just a little figurine. If you if you roll 20 on this trick attack, it gains sentience. And <laughs> <laughs> it's an actual, it, it gains a soul. You just gave birth to an SRO if you roll a right. <laughs> uh, let's, let's, well, let's find out if that happens. Uh, not a 20. Uh. Um but uh, CR five or lower? That's a failure. Oh no! So the attack would be against uh, uh, KAC of fifteen. That is gonna be a miss, good oh. sir. Oh yeah, we he are. Just sort in of it. clatters to the ground and then falls apart. <laughs> like, I just threw some garbage at her toes. Father, why have you forsaken me? It dies immediately. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, she's able to nimbly dodge out of the way. Talara, we are on to you next soon. Hi, and this roll here. Yeah, um, Talara starts chanting to herself, uh, lowly, lowly, and uh, casts a second le- second level uh, spell to summon. Oh, summon him indeed. Let's see if that goes through. Nick's in the turn order uh, pretty far down here, but Kaz, you're up. All right, Kaz is going to run up right on to Skrillex here. Skrillex, Skralin, Skralin. Skr- Scraling indeed. Scribbles. Uh, and I'm going to try something I haven't tried in a number of episodes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to hit her with a dirty trick. Ooh. Dirty oh, trick attack. And this is flanking, right? From this position? Yep, indeedy. I got bum puzzle on the other side. That is a 28 versus EAC. Ooh, nice. Uh, that is going to be a hit. Yes. Right? Yeah, 28. I'd so. hope so. Finally, I'm so excited. Uh, so, uh, Kaz does a number of quick strikes to arms and legs. A Versite title lock. Oh, no. She is entangled. She moves at half speed, cannot run or charge, takes a minus two penalty to AC, attack rolls, reflex saves, initiative st- checks, and dex-based skill and ability checks. As per the condition, correct? Yes. So kind of locking her into place. Uh, yeah, you see maybe some of her muscles uh, weakly trying to hold her body up. And she's like, what, what have you done? Uh, now, I, I don't suppose I've, I've beaten this by enough to get more than one turn out of this. Uh, it, it's five or more, uh, right? To get additional turns. Uh, I gotta look again. I'm pretty sure that will not be enough. Sadly. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but I have also given a change in status, uh, an effect on a uh, an enemy. So I've earned an entropy point. Oh, good for you. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, she, uh, it is her turn. She doesn't like that, and she doesn't like being uh, surrounded <laughs> by you folk. So she's gotta, she's got, she's gotta do something. Get out of here, right? <clears throat> yeah. So does the half speed affect her ability to? Uh, uh, like five foot step or guarded step? Um, no, it's a, a move action to okay. uh, to guarded step. I don't think uh, entangled stops you from allowing to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I think that will just be her 
uh, move action and she's going to actually she's going to step kind of forward away from you guys and keep what looks like a, a large barrel in the center of the, the scrapyard uh, between her and Kaz because she, <laughs> she doesn't want Kaz doing whatever he did uh, again step up definitely doesn't want him doing it again <laughs> Uh, okay, so with that, uh, so Drew, do you have another reaction now? Uh, once a day, I can take an extra reaction if you are about to use yeah. something against me. Yeah, she's gonna, uh, I think she's gonna use some kind of spell here. I'm not sure what. So go ahead and you can make an attack of opportunity because she is indeed gonna cast a spell. Oh, that is bad. That's a 12 to hit. Uh, three on the dice is not going to do it. Yeah. Wasted that reaction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're putting pressure on her, and she's going to... She doesn't have a lot of time to to do mean things to multiple people. I think she's got to focus on you. Here's a spell sound. Uh, yeah, let's go, let's go with this fun spell. Drew, go ahead and make me a will save. You see kind of dark, crackling energy. Oh, no. Flow out of her, touch you. What'd you roll? Uh, That's a six. Okay, great. Uh, So, yeah, this is a uh, telepathic attack against your mind and body, and you find yourself in excruciating pain. Uh, She's like, I can do this as well. Uh, You take a minus two penalty to all ability checks, attack rolls, and skill checks. For how long? Yeah, you know, probably forever. (laughs) <laughs> we'll see, <laughs> but I've, I've got a count going. Uh, so just a minus two, just about everything. Uh, that is her turn, which brings us to Wynn. All right. So Wynn is going to uh, move along, uh, kind of follow her and try to get into a, a flanking position with Kaz. Sure. Um, so where you're standing, you'll have to make a uh, on the junk pile acrobatics check as well. Uh, okay. I don't like that one bit. <laughs> what's what's your acrobatics like? Zero. Okay. It's, it's not too hard, but it is possible to super fail this. You super fail this. So you're unable to stand there. You will have to stand in the middle of this courtyard. All right. So I'm going to get right uh, in front of, um, what's her name again? Skralin, the Draelic. Skralin. Uh, and is going to attack with my trident. All right. So about 10 feet away. Make that it's a 12. Against KAC is a miss. And now we've got an Akithi. Bottom. Uh, uh, Akithi oh, is going to move action over to Kaz. Hmm. And then use another move action to give Idis a full complement of actions. She's going to move into the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, and make sure she positions herself somewhere where this... Uh, where the enemy is not getting cover from her shot is I'm kind of back by the double door where wind came from. Can, is she getting any kind of cover where Idis is right now? Yeah. In the center of the room, there's some crates and <laughs> crates and barrels um, that are, are kind of obscuring. So you'd have to be like upon her in order not to get some cover. Okay. Well, Idis will just, she'll move. She kind of moved it. She'll have to do that next turn. Uh, and mm-hmm. we'll, we'll take a shot from here. Okay. All right. So back where Talara is currently summoning. Correct. I want to make sure you're not going to shoot something at my summoner and cause her to break <laughs> the spell. Oh, there's still time. I have rolled a 21. Uh, that is a head against EAC. Ha ha. Listen to my flame roar. 
Ouch. Scorcher. That's 11 points. 11, 11 points of fire damage. Oh, boy. 11. I don't like that one bit. I don't like it. One bit. So, yeah, you bypass the um, detritus between you and her and, and score a hit. as She is psychically assaulting Kaz. Um, I forgot to ask Talara, what level spell are you, uh, you casting? Second level. Oh, boy. It's coming soon. Uh, but not yet. <laughs> Turn one's not over. Uh, so as you are fighting, you guys start hearing sounds elsewhere in this junkyard. A loud clank behind you, Nikithi, um, maybe to your left when uh, a, a rumble as a, a whole section of jump c- collapses in just a plume of dust. And yeah, some broken glass, some clattering to the north is announcing the arrival of some more combatants here as emerging from the trash keep are, looks like Nikithi's cousins. They're large slugs. Kind of grizzly bear sized slugs covered in a thick sticky mucus. Ah, uncle twice removed. I see you are doing well (laughs) in the junkyard. Let me uh, me show you what these guys look like. They've got a uh, a delightful uh, puckering orifice right on the uh, the ends of their faces. There, some tendrils around them, and their their neck looks exactly like um, Fat Pronker's neck from Austin Powers. <laughs> okay, yeah, they're 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 biggie boys, uh, and they are just rumbling through the the trash, almost like I wasn't there. And are gonna they'll come up and, and say hello to you guys. Say hello to Kaz and Akithi right next to you. And this one's definitely oh, definitely gonna come up to a bum fuzzle who's closest. Um, so yeah, like um, medium size, maybe five or six feet tall, but very, very heavy looking. Patrick, that second one you moved up Ooh. to win, not Bun Puzzle. Oh, sorry. I, uh, I think I was oh. looking at... Uh, win is on the south side of the junkyard, and this one's going to go up to him. The other one's, yeah, on Kazit and Keithy. I, I okay. should get an uh, attack of opportunity, shouldn't I? Uh, you can indeed, because this thing is uh, moving through oh, some threatened right. squares. I'm going to attack with my trident. Yeah, that's a natural 20. Oh, hey! Oh, oh, oh. Thank you to our Patreons who are supporting us, including, oh, we just got a, a new one a few weeks back, uh, which I saw today. Uh, so this is from uh, Ace King Nexion, uh, new to the Discord. Uh, shout out to all, all the cast and a word of advice from one of my favorite authors, uh, hope it helps when things look most dire. Courage is found in the most unlikely of places. J.R.R. Tolkien said that. Courage hey. is found in the form of a big bear rolling a crit. All right. Uh, Miles, do you want a crit card or do you want to you take a pike effect? You've got uh, Radiance and the, uh, the name escapes me, the Intimidate one on the pike. Or you can take a card. I'll take a card. It's been, it's been a while, right? I don't think we had mm-hmm. had one last episode. Uh, the critical hit deck. It's I forget how much it costs, but it is worth every penny. You can buy it from probably your friendly local gaming store or Paizo.com. That's where I got mine shipped to me. Uh, this is a kinetic attack, and it's called uh, Left Gasping. So maybe you puncture a lung on a breathing sack on one of these slugs. Uh, the crit effect is the target is encumbered for 2d4 rounds. Alt. 
Oh my. Uh, so five rounds. <clears throat> Encumbered, uh, speed's reduced by 10. Max dex bonus is reduced to plus two, and they take a minus five penalty on strength and dex based checks. Some pretty, pretty intense stuff. Um, but uh, what? Um, you, you also get your damage on that. What'd you roll for the damage? That would be, so a 13 plus critical effect. Uh, 27? Oh my goodness, no. My sweet slug. Yes. Okay, so this one's really hurt from just a single attack. Oh boy. It's definitely going to try and answer that with a, a single slug uh, slam attack. Let's try and do that first against a win. Well, not a 20, but a 15 on the dice is going to be a hit. It's gotta be a hit. Oh, don't uh, hit me. I didn't do anything to you. This is KAC. What is your KAC today? My KAC today is 23. Yeah, that's a hit. Ooh, uh, five on a D6. That is 14 points of bludgeoning damage. Ooh, don't like that one bit. They also have a fun little ability. Uh, I don't think it's going to affect you much. Um, uh, do you have any batteries on your possession, on your your person? That's what I thought. I was like, isn't he like all melee? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, okay, that is that one's turn. This guy's got a Kaz and an Akithi. It's definitely going after uh, Kaz because it saw you beat up its master. Uh, single attack against Drew. Uh, Drew Wills, your KAC. Uh, so my KAC is uh, with an entropy point 15, mm-hmm. but that is before the negative that you put up. So the uh, inflict pain spells, what was cast, that's uh, ability checks, attack rolls, and skill checks. It's not um, not AC. Ah, so 15. Uh, your KAC? Yes. Uh, is that wrong? Oh, you know what? 15? Nope. <laughs> Seems I- a little low. I, this entire game, I have been using the old character sheet and not the new character sheet. So all of my rolls have been wrong, including the will save to get me here. <laughs> yeah, well, don't worry. Six on the dice is still going to be a miss. Wrong. My KAC is 20. Oh, okay. 20 is a little bit better. Uh, I've rolled a 10 on the dice. That is still a hit. So this one's going to get you two. For a little bit less, 13 points of bludgeoning damage. And if you have batteries on you, uh, make me a reflex save. I don't have any batteries on me. No batteries? Uh, well, I mean, what uses a battery? So I guess a jump your gauntlets are Your gauntlets are powerful. I was about to say, most I everything. I don't have the gauntlets anymore because they no longer work with my entropic strike. So. Oh, my. Okay, well, uh, these guys' with special abilities not doing a whole lot. That is turn... Uh, that's turn one. That means we are back to the top of the turn order now with turn two uh, with Bumfuzzle. You got some more combatants here. What you want to do, Jib Jab? Uh, I'm going to uh, grab a big flat sheet of metal and spray <laughs> the bottom of it with some uh, uh, Gobulin D40. And um, and I'm going to put Is that it down just spit? The- Is that Goblin spit? <laughs> it's 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 the, the slipperiest of Goblin spits. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm going to use it to slide down this garbage pile uh, right into uh, this this um, uh, Madame Skrillex. Hmm. And um, 
Uh, I'm going to uh, ooh, thunder strike or pistol whip. I think as I'm as I'm sliding down, I'm going to. Uh, now nah, I'm gonna pistol whip. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So flat footed. Alrighty, that's gonna be a success on the trick attack. Oh yeah. And it'll be twenty versus her flat footed KAC. <laughs> Jeez Louise, so such a high number on that trick attack. Uh, against Casey, that's a hit. All right, that'll be 20 damage altogether. Woohoo! Is flat footed. A lot of damage. I will need you to make a will save for me, though. Oh no, not those. Ooh, 12. <laughs> this is your best save, right? <laughs> uh, absolute worst. <laughs> um, right, so. Uh, you see what seems like some kind of mystical energy perhaps surrounding her. And as you thwap her on the, the, the back, uh, you're taking some of that damage. She reduces the amount of damage from this attack by her level. Go ahead and take six points of damage. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Oh, she's a powerful, she's a powerful mystic lady. Uh, Talara, we've got some summons coming in on the next. Yeah, uh, just one, just one. Oh no, a big one, a big boy. Yeah, Talara's gonna say, "Burn, Sparky, burn!" <laughs> hey, Sparky it's the- drop right next to the big slug guy. The fire elemental. Yeah, it's the fire elemental. Hardly see him. Yeah. Um, truthfully, this is the only one that I have a small summon character sheet set up for, so that's why <laughs> I always summon this one. Um, <laughs> I, I need more character sheets. Uh, okay, so um, it is going to take two attacks, so this will be a negative four to each of these. Mm. And who are you attacking? Uh, the slug. Okay, so the one that's on top of uh, a Kaz, uh, and you're flanking with Kaz. Yeah, I am flanking with Kaz, so I guess it would be a negative two to each of these. Right, so go ahead and strike away. This one's not been hit yet. All right, wow, I'm getting really laggy. Um, okay, so that's gonna be a 20 to attack. Uh, with the minus two? Yeah, with the minus two. Oh, that is a hit. Awesome. So that does 10 damage. Half of that is bludgeoning, half is fire. <sighs> okay, they're not immune to fire or anything. So that's uh, that's going through. All right, here's the second one. And that is going to be a 22. Even better. Yeah, so that's another 10 damage. Another 10 damage. <laughs> That was like almost identical. Slam, slam. Uh, your fire elemental just sparks into existence uh, and, and shedding light all over this. Uh, the big combat in the middle of the, the junkyard here. Um, it, it took those hits pretty well, though. It still seems to be in fighting shape. Uh, but you have an action. I do. <laughs> yeah. Talara is now standing right next to um, Idis. Mm-hmm. She's going to lean down pat the sweet little drone on her head and uh, use Shifting Surge. So it's a level one spell. I'm not going to modify the um, energy type of her energy attack, but if uh, she hits in the next turn with her energy weapon, then it'll deal an- another 2d6 damage on top of what it normally can, does. Can you, can you, uh, you want to make it electricity anyway? You want to? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it's electricity I, so I- I just start I just start hopping around again, and then she takes two of her um, uh, two of her little tendrils, and she rubs them together, and she makes a little static <laughs> charge, and then she pokes you with it. <laughs> it might be wise because now that you you've got a better view 
of Skralen, it doesn't seem like all that fire damage went through. Uh, something about her armor seems to have absorbed some of it. All right. Idis's blast. Uh, so that is your turn. Bring us back to Kaz, Drew. All right. So the the uh, entangled lasts for a turn. Can I assume that she did not do anything to clear that, and she is still entangled? Uh, I believe until the end of your turn, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. So. Yep. Uh, for that, uh, because that is going to mitigate <laughs> some of my, uh, my it's going to mitigate a negative two for me. I'm going to make two attacks against flat-footed EAC. Oh, oh boy. Flat-footed, entangled EAC attacks. Yeah, let's see Let's see how these go. Attack the first. That is an 18 versus uh, flat-footed, entangled EAC. Uh, that is a hit. For 14 damage. Uh, what kind of damage are we talking about? Uh, let's try... Huh, let's try bludgeoning and acid, because I can do so, both. 50-50, 7 7, seven. Uh, Okay, so... Boom, a single strike uh, shattering some of her chest armor you see beneath her clothes. Uh, go ahead and make that second attack. Oh, not going to make it with that one. That is uh, 10. Uh, 10 is indeed going to be a miss. Yeah. Four on the dice. Yeah. Uh, but still, yeah, one in there. Uh, we are back to her turn to Skralin. Um, and she doesn't like where she's standing still. Doesn't like it one bit. So she's going to, uh, she's going to move backwards. Um, both Bumfuzzle and uh, Kaz can make an attack of opportunity. Can win? You already used yours on the slug. Oh, right. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. And you, and you got a 20 on it, so no. <laughs> oh, come Die, on. Miles. Die in a fire. Uh, so go, go right ahead, um, uh, Bumfuzzle. Ooh, an 18 versus flat-footed KAC. Uh, that's going to do it. Hit. All right. Six points of damage. Uh, just six. Okay. Gaz, back to you. Uh, that's going to be an 18 versus flat-footed KAC. <laughs> or EAC, oh, excuse me. Yeah, that's a hit. Uh, let's do all acid this time. Okay. And let's do a will save, Drew. Give me a will save, please. Okay. Let's see if this new character sheet works <laughs> yeah that roll well that's... so that's a 15 now is that technically a 13 because of the condition um it uh i don't believe it targets saves just uh just checks oh no it says ability ability checks no i don't i don't think it says um saving, saving throws so uh i'm sorry what did you roll 15 15 for her ability mm-hmm. Uh, that is not enough, so my friend are taking uh, six points of damage as that is shunted back to you. She will take some of that, though, because it is a hit, but she's still fighting strong. And, yeah, she's just going to move backwards a little bit and uh, and call her, her slug friends to defend her. And what is she going to do for her standard auction? That is what I want to know. We did the most damage to her. Mm. Well, it's kind of tied between a bum fuzzle and a Kaz right now, so it's 50-50. Oh, uh, well, D6. One, two, three. She's going after the bums. Four, five, six. A Kaz. 
Oh, yeah, she wants that Atlante flesh. <laughs> um, I rolled a six on the dice. So, Drew, uh, because it seems to be your best save, go ahead and make me another will save. 18 this time. Oh, uh, I believe that is going to be enough for... Uh, oh, it is indeed just enough yes. for the save, <laughs> thankfully, for you, perhaps. Uh, because I'm... You're still taking some damage here, but you're taking half as much from a mind thrust. Pew, pew, pew. Mind bullet. Look at this, Kyle. Coming at you. <laughs> oh, don't get to roll too many of these. Uh, it is 20 points of damage, so on the half is just 10, uh, which is a shame. Uh, but that is her turn, and we are back to win. Uh, so the first thing Wynn's going to do is put uh, get him on the boss. Ooh, move action. Get him. Scraylin, right? Yeah. Um I'm just thinking some popping off. Got it. And then uh, I'm going to attack the uh, slug in front of me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> good Good uh, attack last time. Uh, 20. Oh, yeah. my goodness. <laughs> yes, Miles. 20 is, uh, yeah, it's just going to be a hit on that KAC. That's 16 points of damage. <laughs> You've got me doing math over here. Okay. It is, yeah, it is definitely pronked up from two giant stab wounds into its side. Uh, it's bleeding out this, like, brackish green liquid from the two wounds. Uh, it is still up, though. Oh, man! Yeah. Oh, these are these are mean mother pronkers. And... Uh, but before they go, it is Nikithi's turn. Okay. Nikithi is going to run away. Uh, so... I suppose you get to make an attack if you would like, because I really do want to make a slam attack. It's my favorite. Please, actually, I think it's impossible for you to miss. So just roll damage. <laughs> Good point. I've rolled a twelve on the dice, though. Uh, so first things first, damage. Hey, minimum damage just gets your your tail as you're tucking it between your legs, running in the opposite direction. <laughs> Ten points of bludgeoning, and okay. same thing. Do you have? Batteries on you, sir. You know I do. Make me reflex save. Uh, also, oh my gosh, how, what is my reflex save? I never get to roll this. <laughs> uh, oh, it's my best. Okay, well, then I'm pretty confident in this. Hey, great. Uh, so you do not lose charges, but yeah, it does seem like uh, uh, maybe some of the like electronic devices on you, your your um, uh, mechanics computer, like flickers for just a minute as uh, kind of electrostatic charge uh, moves across your armor. Uh, what would you like to do as your action? Uh, all right. Uh, I'm going to overcharge Itis. And then Itis is going to make a very, very, very important shot on something. Mm. Uh, I do not know if Itis can see the boss from where she is. It, um, You know what? Yes, but f- like full cover on that boss. But got get him on it as well. So kill 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 the slug <laughs> yeah yeah I, I want this is like a kill shot that she's <laughs> basically all of her tendrils just have enormous amounts of energy arcing <laughs> off them and uh, yeah, I, I really don't want to miss saying right now <laughs> yeah I just has gone full super saiyan and let's shoot the slug that is menacing wind okay it's kind of in a defensive position in front of Scraylin as yeah. well oh boy Nice. Oh, super hit. Super oh, hit. Oh, baby. Super hit. 
so this right. is awesome. I get an extra 1d6 from my overcharge, and then thanks to Shifting Surge, I get another 2d6. So this is actually an additional 3d6 worth of damage. <laughs> that is a proking lot of damage. Oh, Tyler. <laughs> uh, and I rolled very well. That's going to be 17 points of damage altogether. All right. And uh, you just see the energy absorbed into its chest, and it seems to take none of that damage. Oh, it's um, immune no. to electricity. But then it like arcs red and green all over its body and it explodes in a shower of goo. <laughs> <laughs> it was oh, so overkill. It uh, Literally everyone is coated with some bits of mucus. Uh, like when they blow up the graboid at the end of uh, Tremors. Exactly. Oh, I was thinking that or the great call out men in black, <laughs> yeah. the blue goo everywhere, blue goo. Uh, so that is one slug dead. And we're back to the top of the turn order. Turn three bump. Oh, wait, mm. no, yeah, the slugs were going to act right. Slugs turn. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I forgot. I still got one alive. <laughs> Single slug. Uh, so it has it has a demon, and it's got Kaz up on top of it. Oh, boy, I wish it had some more cool abilities right now, honestly. Um, it, just got, it just got a couple of potential slam attacks. I'm going to give one versus the demon and one versus Kaz. Uh, so I'm going to go demon first. Uh, that is a hit, 16 on the dice. And let me, let me just go ahead and roll Kaz's, too. A uh, ten on the dice. Um, what what is your KAC again, Drew? Twenty. Uh, so that is just a miss because of the double attack. But damage coming to your demon, your, your fire demon. Uh, Fifteen points of bludgeoning to Sparky. Oof, that hurt. He's yeah. still up, though. Oh, no. No. Meg's damage is not going to take a summon creature down. Okay, now we're back to Bumfuzzle turn three. <laughs> All right. I'm going to grab some of this blue goo, and I'm going to... Uh, no, not my blue goo. <laughs> I'm going to take the blue goo, and I'm going to uh, put a 9-volt battery into it and charge it up real good. <laughs> and I'm going to smatter it. I think it's the opposite. It like drains the battery, but go ahead. This is uh, your picture. I'm charging up. I'm charging up the goo. So I'm oh gonna, my goodness! Putting the, the electricity oh. into the goo. You got and charged gonna, goo, and I'm gonna smear that goo right up into my battery slot and overcharge this shot real good. Boom! 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 Dirty trick attack. <laughs> hey, if the engineering uh, roll is high enough, this counts. This happens. <laughs> <laughs> this is. Flipping cannon. Shoot your goo everywhere. CR8. That'll do. Yes. All right. Uh, So that'll be a 19 versus EAC. That's a hit. All right. Who are you attacking? uh, Oh, sorry. This was uh, against um, Scraylin. Scraylin? Yeah, no, definitely a hit with a goo. Yeah. And uh, that's going to be 21 points of damage. 21 Sonic? Uh, that'll be B Sonic, yes. Oh my goodness! Ooh, let's do a big Sonic. Oh, big, <laughs> big uh, Sonic! Big Sonic. She's not looking great. Uh, from that blast, she definitely wasn't expecting that <laughs> level of damage, and she's flat-footed as well. Yeah, flat-footed. Got get him, and we're on to Talara. All right, uh, Fire Elemental is going to take two attacks against the uh, slug that remains. Still oh, no. flanking with Cass. No. <laughs> yes. All right. So attack number one. 
Oh yeah, that's a natural twenty. Yes. Oh. What is happening, ah. here, everybody? <laughs> Thanks to our Patreons, <laughs> supplying my players with crits and not me. Uh, this is a, a shout out to um, Jonathan, who says uh, <laughs> themselves. Shout out to all the cool folks I met at Gen Con. Looking forward to seeing more of you at other small cons. Up to them. Uh, thanks so much. Uh, what know, do we want? You know, Jonathan sent in a applicable sound uh, for the soundboard challenge for this. Uh, should we hear his particular take on a critical hit? Let's do it. I want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, perfect timing. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a critical role here. A critical role. <laughs> <laughs> critical uh, role. Critical role. Uh, the yeah. excitement is palpable. <laughs> that, that is a that is a voice for radio right there. Um, Rebecca, do you want a card or you want? Uh, I don't think they have any special slam attack. I'm guessing. Uh, uh, actually, uh, it's burn damage on oh. a crit. So, uh, card or burn damage? Uh, I think. Hold on, let me look at. Remember, they they seem to be to mitigate some of that burn damage. The slugs? The oh, yeah, they they weren't taking. No, I, I think it was I think it was Scraline. That's yeah, it was Scraline that was. Uh, oh, sorry. my bad, my bad. It took full um, damage from the previous attack. So just FYI, since I don't think Sparky's ever gotten a crit, um, the burn damage is based on the enemy's CR. So if they, I'm guessing they're between six and ten, it would be a two D four burn damage. Just FYI, mm. uh, but. I think I'll go with the card. Okay, yeah. shuffle. shuffle. Cards, are fun. Cards are fun. Cards are fun. And the, you have the extreme blows, which could take effect. Let's see. This is... Uh, oh, well, let me ask. Do you want energy or do you want uh, kinetic? Because the slam does both. Yeah. Um. Let's do... Let's do energy. I think the last one was kinetic, right? Um, the last card we did? Yeah. yeah it was weird. Uh, this one is called injection, and the target contracts... Filth Fever, your dirty, dirty summon <laughs> to our universe. I brought disease from another plane. <laughs> yeah, Filth Fever is one of the the lower level ones, but no save. I mean, from what the card says. Um, let's see. Filth Fever. It is uh, in Afflictions, I believe, in the book. Hails. <laughs> as one of the like sample diseases uh this is the physical disease track and going down it this this gives uh at the weakened state oh wait no it has a latent state first they've contracted a disease suffer no ill effects um, but can pass it on is what this says Bill fever. Wait, so can the worm pass it on to Kaz? Can Talar's crit give Kaz a disease? I'm gonna allow it because this is a, a weird, weird game. At least <laughs> you didn't give the this horrible monster. Uh, oh gosh, it has leprosy, <laughs> bubonic <laughs> plague. You can give it as diseases, uh, but it is potential. You don't want to eat the slug meat anytime soon. Um, this is probably more for enemies that can potentially get away and suffer from diseases later on. But you're still doing a ton of damage. What is this damage on the crit? That is going to be 19 damage. <laughs> okay. Uh, it is bloodied now and not doing too well. And also, that's only the first attack. I know. Isn't that exciting? All right. Not, not for me, but <laughs> so much. Second. All right. <clears throat> oh, that's not going to do it. That's an 11 four on the dice yeah uh, miss 
but you have a turn, right? I do, I do indeed. Um, Not much. I, oh. I am considering coming around, standing next to Nikithi. Mm. Wait. Doing something fun and damage well, I have this. I have this Corona laser pistol that I borrowed from Sedona, but that's not going to yeah. do a whole lot against the Mystic, um, as we've seen. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but I could use it against the Slug. You can indeed. And I don't even have to move to use that. So I am going to just stand where I am and use my Corona laser pistol on the Slug that the Fire Elemental has been attacking. Now, do you want a single attack? Or are you fishing for more <laughs> I could fish for more crits, but I think I'm going to go for a single attack. Single blast. Go ahead and roll that for me. Nope, that's a 10. Should have fished for them crits. Another another four on the dice. Uh, okay, uh, that is your turn. Bringing us back to Kaz. You've got a, a slug on you. Uh, what would you like to do, Drew? Uh, Kaz is going to kick on his jump jets and jump right over here, right behind Scalen. Okay, so potentially, uh, well, no, I think just a single attack of opportunity from our slug friend. Uh, the slug used it against Nikithi when Nikithi ran. That was last turn. That was. Yep, it's had its turn since then, sir. Oh, blast it. Slam attack coming at you. Uh, 13 on the dice is a hit. For maximum damage, 15 points of bludgeoning, sir. Uh, mitigate. Ooh, down your level? Yeah, so it's just a 10 point. Burning an entropy point. Burning it. All right, but you uh, are able to fly behind her. She's used her reaction um, to to share some pain with Bumfuzzle, so she doesn't get an attack of opportunity. What would you like to do for your standard? Entropic strike. <laughs> oh, it's a classic. That is going to be a 23 to hit. Without, hey. uh, actually, 24, not counting. Yeah. Uh, that's a hit for 11 points of acid damage. And that is just enough here, I think, to send her to her knees. Yes! Goodness gracious, I uh, wish she still had another reaction to shift some of that back. Talk, uh, smack, get smacked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, she, she goes down. Uh, she looks like she is... Uh, bleeding out for a moment, but uh, seems to stabilize. You see her, she's unconscious. And when we're back to you. All right. Um, so she's unconscious and, oh, there's still a slug left. There's one's big old slug. All right, so Wynn's gonna move up within 10 feet and attack with his trident. That's a 19, so it's 24 to oh, hit. Super hits, yeah. For nine points of damage. Oh, minimum damage, though, it looks yeah. like. Yeah. Mm, it is still alive. But I was happy because it, it was on that one for a second, and I was getting super nervous. <laughs> um, yeah, still alive, but it is very weak. A lot of hits from when this episode, and it got a nice... Hey, I'm gone, I've gone like three episodes without not being able to even attack anybody, so... <laughs> Uh, let's go ahead and go to Nikiti. Got one slug left. Uh, besides yourself. 
Nikithi is going to spend a move action to overcharge Itis, use another move action to give her a full complement of action. Mm. And she's just going to move uh, a little a little south, uh, try to get a clear attack to this worm. Mm. Yeah, I think she's and moving moving north, north towards the slug. Yes, north, if you Opposite. actually know what the directions of the compass are. Yeah, so she's got a, a clear shot now. Cool. And we're going to just take a single blaze rifle shot. Not good. <laughs> Not great. Uh, what's the the total here? 13. Oh, that's a miss, boy. That's a miss against EAC all day long, really. Well, that's unfortunate. Um, she, ooh, this final slug has been hit by wind, been hit by this fire demon a couple times. So she's, my remaining slug is going to see who she wants to hit. One, two, three, going down to wind, wind town. Uh, nope, she's going to, um, we'll say make a, a single attack versus old Sparky. And I believe that will be a hit, a nine on the dice versus... Your summon, Rebecca. Another max damage, 15 points. Yeah, it's gone. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> goodness gracious. Um, the the slug will just kind of um, guarded step into Itis and win after that, but don't think it's going <laughs> to live that long because it's a bum buzzle's turn. Oh, yeah, it is. We've got a slug left. What would you like to do? Uh, let's see. Itis is considered armed, right? She's got dueling swords for claws. Ah. So, yes. Oh, dunk. Yeah. I'm going to in action. Yeah, I'm going to scoot up and I'm going to, uh, uh, uh I'm going to uh, use, I'm going to analyze the goo very quickly. <laughs> quick, pull out a reverse electronometer and I'm going to suck the electricity right out of this thing. <laughs> goo out of its backside. I'm sorry. I'm I'm gonna have to stop you, Jibber. Did you just say forward um, electronometer? No, uh, no, like the other way, like a reverse, like whoa, like, like I'm no. taking I'm taking the electricity from the thing. Oh my goodness, it's their only weakness. I mean, basically, I mean, basically, what I'm doing here is I'm just sort of like plugging a hair dryer into this thing's <laughs> butt and <laughs> just turning it on. Their only weakness, I said. <laughs> uh, Having right. stuff plugged into them, and then I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna uh, hit it real hard with my gun, <laughs> with the butt of your gun. Yeah, just the, the idea of you pistol whipping a slug is hilarious. <laughs> uh, you gotta be riding its back as. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think what's actually probably happening here is that I try to jump on top of it like a bouncy castle, <laughs> and uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, the dice tell us the story here. Yeah. Yeah. 13 or lower. It's been trick attacked. Yeah. Bouncy castle indeed. Oh my goodness. 18 on your attack dice. Okay. Yeah. So that'll be a uh, for kill. 28 on the attack. <laughs> so you jump on its back bouncy uh, castle style and bludgeon this thing to death. With the- <laughs> when I jump on it, does it just like... Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, the jumping might have been all the damage it needed. It had two hit points left. So it's dead. Yes. Yeah. Yay. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Poor old guy. Yeah, so Scraylin does indeed seem to be unconscious. <laughs> uh, she she actually comes to just like a moment later, very weak. 
the the red light she had kind of floating about her is gone, dissipated, and uh, yeah, her, some of her magics seem to have been dispelled here. And she says, ah, ah, what, what, leave me be. What, what do you want? Why did you send that thing after us? Why did you attempt to kill us and our friend? Yeah, the question here is, what do you want? I was given money to make sure you didn't make it off of Outpost Z alive. By who? <laughs> or is it whom? <laughs> you said it before. The Sardat paid me and paid me well. And I, f- I failed him. Where can we find this Sardat? <laughs> if I knew that, I'd be a rich woman myself. You can get a fortune ransoming off one of those Aslanti nobles. How did they get in contact with you? Make a make a perception check. Anybody anybody in, in on this interrogation? All right. <laughs> Ooh, back to natural All ones. Right. Miles. Uh, yeah. Alrighty. So, uh, Bumfuzzle, you you notice her eyes kind of darting back towards looks like a um, um covered in trash like a large shipping container. Um, about 15 foot wide uh, towards the, the north side of the, the, the junkyard. Yeah, this area over here. Uh, oh. Just like a, a surreptitious, she says, uh, uh, he, he sent a message through uh, coded channels. I, uh, I wouldn't be able to reach him again if I tried. Ah. I start just like slowly inching towards the box. Um, Hold on, something doesn't add up. If if you can't contact him again, how are you gonna collect on our payment? It's uh, it's already been put through. All I need is is to finish the job and and, and with a dead drop, uh, inform him that it it has been completed, and I would have had a, a small fortune. But you had to mess this all up. Where is this dead drop? I mean, she'll just describe somewhere in, in the, the rest of Outpost Ed, perhaps a light, a single light on the, the outside of the station someone can observe from afar. What kind of code were you to leave at the dead drop to prove that you had killed us? I mean, it's just like a, a single thing, <laughs> like a light, Drew. It's, it's not a, a great deal of information that would be sent back. Right. I'm just saying, why don't we say that we're dead so that we can throw the heat off for a second and try to <laughs> get a little uh, little surprise attack? Sure. Uh, she says, no, why don't you uh, die in a fire instead? Cast I'm not telling, cast telling cast you my business. Oh, oh goodness. <laughs> <laughs> you just murder her outright? <laughs> she attacked us and said a bunch of things to kill us. Uh, you know, I think Kaz kind of has a sense of, of honor enough to realize that uh, some things just need to be done. Oh, make an attack roll. If anybody wants to stop me, speak now. Yeah, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I think <laughs> you probably on. shouldn't just murder a person. No, would, please do. <laughs> but I mean, but you're a big boy. You can, you were in your big boy pants. So you do what you need. My so, pants are big boy pants. Thank so you. So Scraylin. <sighs> Sorry. So Scraylin, uh, tell me, where exactly do your loyalties lie? Is it all about the credits for you? Or are you on the Aslantis side? Uh, they take care of me with jobs from time to time. This one would have been quite sweet. Yeah, there are other people who will pay you, you know. <laughs> they don't have as deep a pockets as the Empire in these neck of the woods. 
Uh, well, the question remains, yeah. What uh, what would you like to do with Skraelin here? You can ask questions all day. She doesn't seem super cooperative. She has attacked us. She has failed. Her only goal was to kill us for the money. We let her go. She claims that she either claims that we are dead and takes the money, or she tells them that we are still alive and that she failed. Though I believe the penalty for telling them that she has failed would be quite large. Am I correct? I'm, 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 I'm losing this uh, very circuitous uh, train of thought. Who, th- telling who that... Uh, the the Aslanti, the Sardat, that they failed and that they're not dead yet. Yeah, I mean, I imagine they wouldn't be super stoked to hear that. Yeah, so it sounds like you have one choice to help us or die. I choose death. You're dealing with someone who worships uh, entropy and the <laughs> destruction of the universe. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I'm inclined to not give her what she wants. Let's, like, strap her to a piece of junk and leave her for dead. No, kill me. Don't leave me here, you monsters. I agree with Talaro. We should leave it. It sounds Uh, like a quick death is what she desires, and I'm only so happy to give her that. But a more fitting punishment may have arisen. But do we have any chains? Let's chain her up. Yeah, there's, there's the, the entire ground is made of chain. <laughs> chain her to like a, a old burnt out chassis of a, a vehicle. Yeah, what, whatever is going to be the most uncomfortable until she passes mm. on. I don't want to get too dark here. <laughs> All right. Well, that's awful. Like none of her abilities allow her to break chains <laughs> like any way, shape or form. Uh she is a, um, I think we have maybe faced one before, a uh, a mystic, a, a mind uh, breaker, mm. uh, the mind breaker connection. Uh, so yeah, you guys can chain her to the side. She I mean, technically does have some spells she can like throw out at you, but she's not going to do that. <laughs> she's going to uh, kind of relish in the fact that uh, uh, she is eventually going to die and uh, we'll close her eyes while you guys go about your business, which is... What? What would you like to do? Uh, I'd like uh-huh. to take a 10 minute rest because <laughs> I have one SP left. So. Excellent. That's a, that's a good thing. Uh-huh. So burning some resolve. I'm also going to take a 10 minute rest. Nikithi, you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah. I've, got se- I've got seven SP out of 25, but I never get hit. So I'll let it ride. <laughs> I believe in Nikithi. Um, so we don't have any more business in the third eye junkyard, right? I mean, we found the the lady we were looking for, and that's kind of the. Uh, well, um, they they captured the, yeah they captured Hashachir, which is another reason you guys came here. Uh, oh. You've not seen him in the building. You think you've searched just about everywhere. Um, there <laughs> there was a bathroom that you missed, but uh, you can check there right now. He's not in the bathroom. <laughs> I did see the bathroom last week, and I wanted to comment on it, but the fight was about to start. So, um, we probably should have asked her about where Hashashir is. Uh, I mean, good thing you didn't. I mean, good thing you didn't kill her. We didn't kill her. This is why you don't kill the hostage, Drew. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she refuses to answer any of your questions. She's resigned herself at this point. Uh, I stick her with a healing serum. That way, she won't die. Ha-ha! Okay, make a will. Power save for me. <laughs> He's coming back at you with a mind thrust. <sighs> anyway. She's just gonna murder Kaz from afar. <laughs> <laughs> You'll me and you'll die. Um, 
so this crate that had the the uh, communications equipment, we should probably check that out because that might have some clue, right? Communications equipment. Well, well that, no, that, you, no, so the question was, uh, how are you, you know, how are you communicating with them? And she looked at the box. We don't know it's communication equipment. Uh, yes, it's it, true, yeah. true. Yeah. So it looks like Bumfuzzle and Kaz and Wen have made a perception check. Why don't Tolar and Keithy? You guys make one as well. I can do that. I think I can beat a natural two. <laughs> yeah, natural two is not going to do it. Oh I think we have to. I think Yourself. we have to go back to. I think we have to go back to Jonathan on this one. Uh, Oh, ladies and gentlemen, it's not very good. That's a natural two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. I not love very good. I'm a commentator now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like he's up, up uh, like in the stands, uh, just watching everything we're doing from afar. Just <laughs> yeah, the peanut gallery. Um, so, Bumfuzzle, uh, you, if you are going over to this crate to the north, you see what looks like the slugs have um, kind of paced this area. Area, uh, quite well, and you find trails of their mucusy kind of um, uh, markings as they've seemingly circled around or maybe paced back and forth um, by one side of it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, my guess is probably guarding. Uh, is the crate locked? Uh, I mean, you don't see any door. It, it just seems like a um, a walled off kind of little section of this this junkyard and there's trash piled high against multiple sides of it so um so let's see wait so is it a crate yeah yeah okay so like is anything that would uh be a door all right so but they're like seams and stuff right like maybe it's nailed shut or something well it's uh metal so you know certainly like welded shut uh, welded, yeah. You might there might be some internal supports of some sort, but it looks it looks very solid, and it does does seem a little out of place because it is seemingly not just trash. It seems kind of placed here. Hmm. I'm gonna knock on and see and listen close to see if I hear anything. Uh, it sounds sounds a little hollow in like a, an area you can get a, a hand into. Sorry, what? It seems hollow. It doesn't sound like there's much inside. You know, you hear like a, a little bit of a, an echo of your your knocking from the inside. Okay, okay. But they said, like, they said something about getting a hand into. Yeah, are there like yeah, holes or gaps or? Oh no, there's just not a, a ton of exposed space. Like I said, there's trash kind of like all around this. So you, you go up to a side and just find a, a small area where you can actually get it, get to it. Uh, dumb question: <laughs> Have we checked on top of it? Uh, I mean, yeah, you can you can go walk over there now. It looks like Bumfuzzle and Kaz are, are doing some investigating here. Uh, do, do you want to just spend a bunch of time uh, looking over this area? Um, I'm going to try. I'm going to suggest an action. Mm-hmm. Uh, can we try to, like, push this out sort of into the open a little bit? Um, maybe, get, maybe get the big, big, strong bear and uh, um, Kaz and... Just the whole gang, <laughs> all pushing and pulling all at once. Yeah. Teamwork uh, makes the This dream will work. go very well. Yeah. So, hey, Nikiti, we're gonna need your help over here too. But there's there's definitely a lot of trash on it. <laughs> Nikiti doing a strength check. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nikiti's like, oh yes, I will be right there. 
<laughs> well, do you want to send Idas or? Yeah, yeah. Oh, def- Idas, yes, for sure. Can go over. Talara uses psychokinetic hand to lift one piece of trash from above. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so you guys can get around it. It definitely seems like you're more trying to push trash away from this thing to expose more of its sides than anything. Um, everyone can make a, a strength check for me. We'll see how far we get with these. Oh boy! Oh, we see some sub ten rolls here. This it's not going great. We've I'm got strong. One, got one for Idas. Uh, oh, ten on Idas. Okay, it, it the the crate itself doesn't budge. You might be able to move some of the trash around it. Sadly, this is indeed going to trigger an avalanche of trash to fall on who Idas, Kaz, and Bumfuzzle, who are kind of the backside of this crate. Um. Let's see. All of you go ahead and... Well, I need to roll some attack rolls here. Bam, bam, bam. So, ooh, very good on all these. Bumfuzzle, your KAC? It is 21. Okay, so everyone is hit by this trash. You can each make a reflex save uh, to try and jump out of the way of this. Mm. Can I make a save today? Prunk. (laughs) <laughs> Natural toot. Uh, Bumfuzzle, what did you get here? Uh, 23. Jeez Louise. Okay. <laughs> so uh, with evasion, you're able to just jump out of the way and even more trash hits uh, uh, your friend Cass because of that. <laughs> um, just Idis, healed. This is the worst book. Idis has saved as well with a 17, so can take half damage. Uh, oh, it's more d It's Drew's favorite. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, it's only 28 points of bludgeoning damage. Are you fucking kidding me? Ugh. As you are bombarded, as basically a wall of trash falls on you. Um, you see like a, a Kaz foot and like shoulder sticking out of the trash. Uh, I just taken half of that with 14 bludgeoning damage, but this trash falling out of the way uh, does reveal what looks like the outline of, it's not a door, but it looks like trash kind of like mounted to the side of the back of the the box. And indeed, uh, some of the trash has kind of um, like pushed it in a little bit and it seems to be like a secret door uh, kind of located in the back of it. So, Bumfuzzle, you, you got a, a good look at that as <laughs> your friend was being buried in trash. Ta-da! Um, what else? Oh, so we got um, Talar and Akithi, I think with your perception, if you're just standing around while this is happening, uh, you find uh, some some tools and some other junkyard things in the center where you originally found... Um, Scraylin standing, including what looks like uh, some gear clamps and bonding epoxy. Um, but yeah, you see a secret door and it looks like a staircase leading down um, into like another section of the station. Ah! Uh, everyone, we have found some stairs leading down. Perhaps Wichichir is down here. You haven't found anything, Nikithi. You stay back. This is all mine. <laughs> you want to head down, Bumfuzzle? My empire of garbage. Whee! Wait, 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 wait. I thought that there was the secret door to the crate and the stairs that lead down. Those are two separate things, right? Nope. Uh, past the secret door inside the crate, the only thing you see is a uh, uh, staircase. Oh. Bumfuzzle has an empire of garbage, and I am the smelly boy. I will follow. <laughs> 
You are my smelly prince, and Itis can be our stink, stink friend. Uh, the stink steed? <laughs> Sir Stink, Sir Stink. Yes. So heading down the uh, these iron stairs, very rusty, uh, kind of looks like original to the the station. Uh, you find a small chamber, and uh, in it, the sound of a rickety air purifier drones on, um, as well as the hum of a small computer terminal. Uh, you see a steel footlocker and um, a single bed in it. The what looks like resting form of Hashachir. Uh, I call back up from the staircase and I say, Hey, Nikithi, you want to be the Duke of Stank? Uh, we got a computer down here. Uh, got a computer. And, yeah, Hasha Cheer uh, under a bunch of blankets, it looks like. Nikithi will try to navigate the junk to make his way down. Probably cuts himself a few times. <laughs> uh, what would you guys like to do? Uh, shake Hasha Cheer and uh, wake him up. He's unresponsive. Uh, as, as you shake him, some of the blankets kind of slide off. You see that his... Um, clawed appendages are manacled together and yeah like you can open up his like um, um, sideways um, eyelids and uh, you see little pinpricks he's out of it but he is alive he is alive yeah it looks like there is a uh, an IV it's not currently attached uh, just to the side of the bed Um, if you want you can make a medicine check I will do just such a thing can I assist uh, sure. Mm, double 19s. Yeah. 19 brothers. Um, yeah, so We're you can trash tell. boys now. <laughs> Maybe Kaz <laughs> is able to smell it and, and bumfuzzle. You can, like, tell these signs. But it uh, looks like he's been drugged with blue Winnis poison. While a harmless poison, uh, it does cause, like, immediate unconsciousness. It will take about a day to run its course through his system. Ah. Hmm. So he's out of it. Um, do you want to engineering to take the manacles off? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Those are probably but pretty uncomfortable. What is the condition he's under? Uh, it, he's unconscious um, as as the state of mind, I guess. Asleep. Um, okay. And it was by Blue Winnis Poison. W-H-I-N-N-I-S, Winnis. Uh, Bumfuzzle, you're able to get the... Um, the manacles off with a little bit of finagling and yeah, you guys can move him out of here, but he does seem, um, besides, a like a day's rest or so, uh, a remove affliction spell or similar magic would be able to, to rouse him, but he seems, he seems okay. Definitely has broken some shell in places, but Ow. they kept him alive. It's been a hard going for all hashish here. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, as you, you move him out, um, uh, the bed almost collapses. It's just a rickety frame. Um, you maybe knock it aside and see a, a small box underneath it. Um, does anybody want to open that up? Is sure. It, is it locked? It is not. Um, it's a, a foam-lined box, maybe like a, an old medical box. You see a couple of Mark II healing serums inside, as well as a cred stick that is marked the Sardat's Advance. Oh. oh, yeah, that got your attention. Uh, got them as Lanty credits now. Yeah, well, they, they spend on this station, so uh, plugging it in, uh, this is indeed 2,000 credits. Mm. Nice. Ha-cha-cha. Ha-cha-cheer. Yeah, um, <laughs> really, really the only other thing in this room is uh, a fairly high-tier computer. Uh, it's an older model, uh, kind of like Islanti system. 
but uh, it is indeed uh, still functioning. It looks like it's been repaired a few times. It is locked and it seems to have a passphrase uh, attached to it to unlock. Ah, uh, well, let's see if we can't just get around that. Give me the, give me the uh, eight on this one. Oh, of course. Here, you hit those buttons. I'll hit these buttons. All right. The button. It's like that episode of CSI where there's two people typing at once. NCIS, but yes. NCIS. I goofed it bad. Messed up the terrible TV show. <laughs> two <laughs> people, one keyboard. Oh my goodness. Oh, that's right. That's my other ability. I've only so. got like I've only got like the wasp though. So. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's going to be a twenty-five. Uh, twenty. I'm sorry. A twenty-six. Yeah. Uh, plus four to hack a computer, right? For a door. Ah. If this one, if this one's attached to a door, then yes. But oh, it's not, then, a then, door of knowledge. <laughs> ah, <laughs> yeah. that is just enough. But does anybody have a guess as to what the passphrase might have been? Uh, Password. The, green. The phrase is not is not pass. No, oh, no. I know, I know. To be continued. <laughs> if we had recorded a little bit more, then yes, it would have been. <laughs> uh, I, th- I think I think it's a. In the end, there is nothing. Oh yeah, but uh, regardless, you are able to get past it with that computer's check as well, passing the DC by one. Um, inside, this does in- indeed seem to be Scraylin's. Uh, personal computer, uh, you find all kinds of notes, like bookie notes, and notes on shakedowns of, of various citizens, of Outpost Zed, like intimidation tactics, um, a list of, you know, people's, like, addresses and things like that. Some of the merchants uh, you've met, uh, like uh, <laughs> Glest, the Screep Deep, uh, definitely had Skralin breathing down his little neck. Um, I'm going to make also, a side note. I'm gonna, we're going to go talk to him. I'm going to make a side note of this. <laughs> yeah, no, I think you scared him away. Ah, too bad. You're, you're very forward with gentle glist. Um, uh, there's also notes and receipts to uh, a mining ship. You see kind of like the purchase orders for explosives off of them, as well as data logs outlining hiring Gracelex, transferring the explosives to him, the whole shebang, the whole operation. In addition to that, there's a very large data file, uh, digital recording with Zlanti markings on it that seems to have self-deleted itself from the system. Um, playing it now, it's just like a fragmented, like a you know, a couple of frames of a video. Uh, you can try and recreate this with a, another computer's check. Zoom and enhance. Uh, Bum puzzle. I need you to hit extra buttons. All right, I'm gonna zoom and then you enhance. Ah, that is a good plan. I like this plan. Yeah. Let me show you my enhancing skills. They're the same as my hacking <laughs> skills, because I have rolled the same number. Yeah, another nine on the dice, and the DC for this is also the same, 25. So yes. <laughs> yes. Pieced it together. We go round and round. Uh, so yeah, it immediately plays as you're able to restore the file. I guess drag it out of the recycling bin and put it back on the hard drive. <laughs> but it, it, it seems like it was a um, a Git Smart or um, what? No, Mission Possible style thing where it's self destructed like after it was viewed. But yeah, piecing together, the screen lights up, and you see the dimly lit form of an Aslanti man. He sits in an opulent chair, smoking a long electric cigarette, whose tip glows a, a faint blue every few moments, showing some obscured features, um, a very sharp nose, black hair, iridescent purple eyes. 
And he speaks in Aslanti in a, in a very sharp clip and says, Skralen, salutations. I have work for you. I'm busy attending to other business and will be leaving New Thespera presently. The job is this. I have some friends from the Pact. You will know them on sight, as well as from these files I am forwarding. They may be on Outpost Z already. I need you to make sure they are taken care of. Same deal as last time, but I'm leaving the check blank if you can make this happen. You can seal the deal, and if you do so before I leave for Arelos, then I'll be sending a bonus of 100,000 Imperial credits as well. That is the timetable that I'm working on. I'll buy you a top-of-the-line ship if you can kill all five. Disintegrations are welcome, but I will need video footage of their death. Do not fail me. Sardat, out. This guy sounds like the elusive man. Uh, <laughs> so can we can we make like, a, a fake video of yeah, our we can, death? We can get fake this, this footage, this right? <laughs> you guys just want to scam him out of all of his money and it's then kill him? Yes. It's so great. It's so great. No, I love it. I love it. Uh, Patrick, I would like mm. to go ahead and denote a new quarry for my bounty hunter theme. Mmm. And... Ooh. That of Skralen, who's still alive upstairs. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go get her. <laughs> well, <laughs> that was an easy bounty. Quick. <laughs> uh, no, you, you, you marking the Sardat now that you've laid eyes upon this figure. Yeah, after, after since I've already uh, sort of uh, reclaimed my my previous quarry, I, uh, my new quarry is gonna be Sardat Ulavestra. Uh, great. Yeah, excellent. Um. Why don't you make me a culture check? See what you guys know of the Islanti Star Empire. Mm. Uh, Bum fuzzles. The, the man of culture, indeed. <laughs> what did you roll? Uh, I rolled a 24. And if this is to remember or sort of know information about my mark, the DC is minus five. Uh, this is just some general Islanti information. He mentioned uh, New Thespera, which is indeed. Mm-hmm like the heart of the Atlantis star empire and it is um uh many days journey from here um and uh, named another place in there you do not recognize arelos but um not sure exactly what that is hmm. so what would you guys like to do from the context is um does arelos sort of sound like a city within uh is it what was it Thameros? Uh, New Thespera. It, it seemed like he said he was he was leaving um, to to go to there. So oh, I see. Not not in the same locale. I see. Um, interesting. So we got to catch him before he goes to Aurelos, um, or figure out where Aurelos is. Well, yeah, you guys are, are are pretty done here at, at Third Eye Salvage. Do you, do you want to take Hashachir head back to the the docking bay? Yeah, that yeah. sounds good. Yeah. Uh, can we go and get that safe one more time that we missed last week? Uh, yeah, it's it's not bolted down, so, I mean, you can just, like, drag it behind yeah, you. Hey. The <laughs> just, uh, like, carving yeah. carving a streak in the in the, yeah. in the ground. This, the is, way back. this is good. Bumfuzzle and I will have something to practice on and really challenge ourselves. <laughs> I, I think you know, that, that's that DC by, like, straight up, like, two or something. Very small. Uh, um, so I'm going to assume that you eventually get it open, and, uh, yeah, it's DC 25. Uh, there is also um, 
a a stash of unmarked cred sticks in there. It looks like maybe pilfered. Um, um, which which am I call it? Um, some some racketeering <laughs> uh, spoils <laughs> for uh, for third eye salvage. Um, and I, it's like a thousand credits. I forget what I, I wrote down for it, but it's also, it's a, a good deal. Uh, a good haul from here, as well as some of the, you can strip the, the, uh, the dead Dralicks of their, their armor, their weapons, and sort that out when we get back, back to the docking bay. Sweet. Uh, right. So you can get Hashichir resting up. Um, the the like I said, the blue Winnis poison will eventually wear off, and, and he'll come to um, surely apologizing for getting cat- kidnapped and, and taken hostage and all that. <laughs> um, uh, so we'll fast forward to the next day where he's you know explaining everything that happened. He says the Dralix kind of cornered him and, and knocked him out and, and made him uh, um, made him talk basically with a, some some light torture. But uh, he, he said after Grace Elix got a good look at him, he was able to recreate some kind of digital disguise of the uh, the Red Creechy and take his place, and there's nothing he can do about it. Uh, when you guys head on back to the docking bay, Sedona welcomes you back, uh, switches guns again with Talara, and uh, uh, will allow you guys to, to get some rest. But uh, we'll eventually call you back into maybe the um, the break room across from the sleeping chambers and, and serve a uh, processed food kind of meal to everyone. And uh, I don't know, maybe call like a, a quick meeting and say, now that Hashachir is safe, we must stay ever vigilant guarded. We cannot let anything else set us back from our goal. Agreed. Which is, uh, we gotta go find this, uh, this rune drive, right? That is where I am heading. Um, did you find anything out at this Third Eye Salvage? Uh, anything about the assassin that they sent after us? Yeah, I think we found some uh, critical information about where that Sardat might be. Oh, and where's that? Well, right now he is in New Thespera and might be going to Arelos. Are you familiar? She just kind of like stares off blankly for a moment and then kind of like snaps out of it and blinks and says, I'm sorry, what did you say? Ah, this might be a good time to uh, tell you something. Uh, I reviewed all the video footage from back on Galta and Sedona's interrogation. Uh, Arelos is something that must be buried very deep within her system because every so once in a while when she was left alone in the room, she would reactivate and shout the word over and over again before going back into a catatonic state. I'm sorry, I, I shouted that, you said? Yes, you repeated the word Aurelos, 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 over and over again in a very odd tone, not like your normal voice. I mean, you, you see complete bewilderment upon Sedona's face. Um, she doesn't seem to understand exactly what you're saying. Um, she asks if, if she can see this video that you got off uh, Skraelin. Uh, of, of course, but it is disturbing. Um, right, so playing it for her... Um, she watches for a moment um, uh, as the, the Sardat kind of gives his message again. And you see suddenly her eyes go completely white, like a very milky, opaque kind of sheen takes them over. And she falls to the ground and begins to just violently spasm. You see her, her red arms convulsing um, every few moments as if electric shocks are kind of pouring through her limbs. Uh, she's unresponsive. Hmm. 
yes, this is what I was afraid of. Let's try to help her as best we can. And uh, I don't know if we can just make put her somewhere comfortable, like on a bed, I guess. Uh, yeah, m- m- a minute or so later, uh, maybe a little color returns to her circuitry, and it begins like glowing. And just like on the tape, you see she says over and over again, Orelos, 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 Orelos. Wynn, do you want to try and see if you can psychically communicate with her? Uh, sure. <clears throat> Opening uh, up that psychic bond, yeah, you can get a sense of her mind, and uh, you are transported to a, a cold, sparse room, and you're kind of seeing it as if through Sedona's eyes. What looks to be a torture chamber, um, these small gray humanoids flit on the edge of her vision, and the only thing she can really focus on is on the other side of the room was before her seems to be an Islanti man, the Sardat Zolan Ulavestra, his hand clasped behind his back. He stands in front of what looks to be a shrine of some sort, like a large statue holding a seven-pointed star. And all at once you hear hundreds of questions as he interrogates her over multiple hours. The weight of the words uh, cutting into you, um, you experience her mental anguish for what feels, you know, like months and months of anxiety and stress to come hitting you in repetitive ways, going on for seemingly hours. But when you open up your eyes again, maybe cut off the psychic link, you're back in the docking bay when and a few seconds have passed. And as soon as you do that, Sedona kind of comes out of it as well, rapidly blinking. She searches each of your faces, um, trying to, you know, get her bearings and then stands up and out of the bed and just silently begins running towards your starship, towards the Phoenix's respite. Uh, well, I guess we should chase her. Yeah, yeah. follow for sure. Yeah. Uh, right, so still still damaged, but she goes up the, the ramp through the, the airlock. You guys follow her as she goes to a nearby computer console, begins searching Outpost Zed's limited infosphere, and after just like a minute of silent work, she turns the screen towards you all and says, It is here. This system, this Orelos, is an asteroid base here in this same system. It's a few days' travel where they are keeping the rune drive. Then that's where we must go. How are we supposed to find an asteroid? Uh, I mean, we we can search in, in the, the general location. It's on the, the other side of, of the system. But, uh, I mean... For a secret base, it it shouldn't be too hard if we can get within scanning range. But from from what I can see here, this this Sardat doesn't seem to want his discovery known about. I think he is keeping all this information secret, playing his cards close to the chest. From what you told me, it seems like perhaps only guard members under his personal command were sent to occupy Nakondis and retrieve the drive. He sent me to his own private prison moon and not back to New Thespera. And from what little chatter I can find online, this is his own private research asteroid facility. What, what could that mean? We had some indication, I believe, that uh, he he viewed the rune drive as his family's personal uh, discovery and not something that he was willing to share with the Empire. If that is true, then we are not taking on the entire Aeon throne by ourselves, but one idiotic Aslanti noble. That, that is heartening in, in a way. Perhaps this is not an impossible mission. All right. So at least we know where we are going and we know that we will not be facing the entire army. That is good news. I feel like we should get going right away then. 
as soon as the repairs are up on the Phoenix's respite, yes, we head out to Arelos. I am going with you all. You will need all the help you can get out there. I mean, I am happy for you to be a crew member, but I do not know if seeing uh, combat up close is good in your condition. My condition is you all have done so much for me already. As friends, I cannot ask you to go alone. I can I can stay back out of the fight, but I want to be there with you and I want to, to help in whatever way that I can. No matter what, I, I have to see this through. It is you seem to have a bad reaction when those of Islanti descent talked. I, I'm, if you would like to tag along, I just want to make sure you are aware of the potential danger if we do run into the Sadat himself. I will take the same risk as all of you. I will not be left behind. You all are risking your lives, and I'm going to do the same. Look, Sedona, I, I appreciate the sentiment, but some lives are just more important than others, you know? So, uh, I mean, you can you can come along, but only if you promise you're gonna be safe. If something goes wrong, you get out of there, all right? Sweet Bumfuzzle, I I can make that promise to you if you make one promise to me. Name it. I need you to promise to be continued. You do know what we are. <laughs> <laughs> you know for a fact that that's my mo. What if, what if one of these times Patrick said to be continued and we just pretended like he said something else and just kept playing? <laughs> I would leave. No, so no, it'd be... no, to be continued. We're like, no, oh, no, just keep recording. Credits? That's amazing. <laughs> keep recording for another hour or two and see how that works. <laughs> I'll come back and just delete all your character sheets. This didn't happen. No. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have a, a petacata, it's a drone. <laughs> um, you, you all have your own private starship. <laughs> Cruise around the universe. Uh, okay, yeah, no. I don't know if you ever tried a GMless RPG system. It doesn't work. You need no, someone they're... at the the helm of the ship guiding yeah, it. They're really bad. <laughs> Bum puzzles at the head of our ship guiding it. He's a good pilot. Yeah, thank you, Drew. Mm. Anyway, guys, that's going to do it for this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, are we we leaving Alpo Zed next week for uncharted waters of space? (laughs) Space water. I think that's what they call it. Yeah. Yeah. Uncharted (laughs) sectors. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Excellent. So we'll get back in the Phoenix's respite swing of things and we'll see what this Aurelos is all about oh, uh, next time until then thanks guys for playing with me thank, thank you, you thank you guys for listening if you've made it to the end of the episode and you get to hear me thank you um, <laughs> we'll, we'll keep playing next week uh, until then have a great week have a good night. day Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Cosmic Crit. This episode has been made possible through a sponsorship with Roll20 and the backing of our Critamander fans on Patreon. Thanks again and have a great week.